pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 20 minutes after 8 on your Friday morning, and we're going to go to uh, Washington, D.C. now and visit with our uh, senior White House correspondent for Great Television, Mr. John Decker. Good morning, John. Good morning to you, Pam. Happy Friday to you. Same to you as well. Welcome to Super Bowl weekend, sir. I know it. I'm excited <laughs> about that. But uh, uh, this is one of those rare Fridays before the Super Bowl in which there's so much to talk about. Uh, I'd love to talk all about the Super Bowl, but there's just so much news that's on the plate right now. I know it. Let's let's first start with where you were yesterday. Well, I was in the U.S. Supreme Court for oral arguments concerning that case uh, emanating from Colorado, the decision by the Colorado Supreme Court to remove Donald Trump from the election ballot there. I uh, was in the Supreme Court for uh, all two hours plus of oral arguments, and I really got a feel that the Supreme Court uh, is likely to overturn that decision by the Colorado Supreme Court and do so very quickly as well. Uh, you're going to have liberals in joining with conservatives in overturning this decision. They are very uncomfortable uh, they expressed this yesterday with the idea that just one state could take the action that Colorado did, and they're very concerned about the impact this would have, the ramifications it would have if indeed they upheld the decision by the Colorado Supreme Court. So that's kind of the, the feel you get from from what you uh, heard and saw. Oh, yes. You know, sometimes you get a feel. Uh, mm-hmm. Supreme Court. I've been in the Supreme Court for dozens of cases over the years, including Way back in December of 2000 for Bush v. Gore, you get a feel. You try to figure out where the uh, individual justices are on a particular case. I think on this particular case, it may be a, a nine to zero uh, decision. I think it's more likely to be eight to one with Sonia, Sonia Sotomayor being the lone holdout on this case. Uh, but that's uh, pretty overwhelming uh, in terms of a decision. You don't see that all, that often, you know, for a Supreme Court that is divided as it is along ideological lines. Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of what I expected, too, because, you know, he's not been convicted of anything right now, and yeah, I, I guess that's just sort of the way I look at it. Maybe that's not right, but, you know. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's perfectly reasonable. Mm-hmm. There were, I think, the practical reasons more than anything that really resonated with the justices, uh, what this would mean if they upheld the decision by the Colorado Supreme Court, the chief justice expressing this idea that, uh, if we did that, you'd have uh, states controlled by Republicans removing Joe Biden's name from the election ballot, and, and that would be pure chaos if, if indeed that happened. So I think for all of those reasons, but the practical reasons, uh, I think, really held sway with many of the justices. All right, and let's let's move to President Biden. Um, the first uh, thing comes out from the special counsel seemed like a, a good piece of information that no charges were going to be filed. Well, this was a lengthy report, and Mm. yes, uh, uh, that's the takeaway that uh, although there was, according to the special counsel, willful retention and sharing of classified information, uh, uh, the special counsel says that he shared this information, this classified information, uh, with his ghostwriter for a book that he was working on after he left the presidency, Uh, but he's declining to 
uh, recommend any charges be brought against Joe Biden for that. Uh, but the other part of the report uh, is politically damaging, and that is the description of Joe Biden uh, for the two days of interviews that he sat down uh, with the special counsel and lawyers from his office. Uh, he described uh, President Biden as an elderly person, often forgetful. Uh, this goes to a narrative that is really uh, I think, hurt uh, President Biden as he campaigns for re-election. And now you see the White House uh, starting to do damage control. He got a press conference. I guess you can call it that to me. I think it's more of an event because he had uh, a statement that he read and then took a few questions, shouted questions from reporters. But I don't think that that event last night helped out uh, the president in any particular way as he campaigns for re-election. Yeah, it was that was very interesting. And like I said, it started out like it was a good thing because no charges were being filed. But it it sure took a a complete 180 and went the other way for him. Well, it did. And so there's a White House press briefing today at one o'clock Eastern time. I will attend that Uh, more, uh, I think, damage control that will have to be done uh, by both uh, the White House press secretary, as well as the spokesperson for the National Security Council, Uh, The president also making some remarks about uh, the war that's been going on in the Middle East, Israel and Hamas, uh, saying yesterday in his brief remarks that Israel's reaction to uh, what happened in its sovereign territory with the killing of uh, so many Israelis by Hamas has been over the top. That's the phrase that he used, over the top. So he's going to be asked, uh, there are going to be some questions asked of the White House spokespeople today at the White House press briefing about that comment as well. All right, so you are not kidding when you say there's a there's a lot for you to uh, to keep <laughs> you busy. There's a lot going on. I'd love to perf- I'd love to just focus on the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, I think that it's going to be a, a victory by Kansas City, and I say that because how can you bet against uh, Patrick Mahomes? He's such a great quarterback, and he finds a way to win. KC finds a way to win. I have no dog in the hunt. Pam, but I'm just simply saying I think Casey's going to win this. Yeah, I know. It's hard to bet against him. It sure is. Well, we'll find out, and uh, we will have a chat with you again on Monday, sir. Have we'll a good- talk on Monday. I look forward to it. Thanks, Pam. Have a great weekend. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.